It's 3 a.m. and you know what time it is. It's time to talk manga. You're listening to SMR Radio's premier talk show with your host, XV. Hope all of you are kicking ass and taking a bite out of this thing we call life. We've got a great show for you, but first let me warn you that this episode contains adult language, mature situations, overly aggressive waitresses turned amateur radio talk show hosts, the inner workings of a radio station, questionably legal contracts on business cars, trendy curry restaurants, asshole ex-boyfriends, and the pride of Sapporo. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 438, Wave Listen to Me. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land. Hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode because I am stoked to talk about manga with you guys because it's one of the fun joys in my life that are not related to awesome things like Greta, Candy, and the awesomeness that is my cat. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin are some podcasts and reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. is a podcast where we talk about fun, geeky things and tell you the pros and cons about it. Since it's the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the character design, the actual production quality of the Tankobon itself, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirakin.com. That's S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Alexa, and various other social media sites. I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search bar one way or the other, and you'll find us. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirakin.com. And for a last bit of note... If you like what you hear, you can support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And now that that's out of the way, let's actually get to it because I am kind of stoked to talk about this very unique and different manga that's created by someone who I'm surprised they made a manga like this. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated to be that I'd be reviewing a new manga... That was written by Hiroaki Samura. Yes, that's right, the creator of Blade of the Immortal. And you could definitely see his art style in this. Except that as opposed to it being a period piece set in the early 1800s, we'll say. This one is set in contemporary Japan. Most importantly, it's in Sapporo. And I'm talking about the town, not the beer. But this one is very different it's got some great design work in and i gotta say i love how he depicts a lot of the characters and everything it has this very unique style to it but this was published by kodansha and released over here by kodansha usa its demographic is a senin comedy slice of life it originally came out in 2014 and it's still coming out there are eight volumes and there was a tv series that came out in 2020 in the spring of the year and I have to say, it's a great adaptation for something that has to deal with audio. And the manga that we are talking about is known as Yamiyo Kitkuri, or Wave Listen to Me. So, this manga intrigued me initially because of the concept itself. It's about somebody who, because of their frustrations, because of life, they end up becoming someone who speaks on the radio. And it's very similar to becoming a podcaster because... You're venting about life. And I've been doing podcasting since 2008. And I know so many people who started because of some situation. 
And I'm really drawn to this one. And I got to say, it was just very intriguing when I heard the concept. So then I read it, and it's very fascinating. Now, you're probably wondering, what the hell is this manga about? So it is the story of Minari Koda, this lady who, when we first meet her, she is drinking at a bar with a bunch of random people. The reason why is that she recently broke up with her boyfriend, and her tradition is days one through six, she's going to be perfectly fine. Then day seven, she gets all her frustrations out, drinks, and gets dr- and rants about everything going on. And she meets this weird guy named Karetsugu Mato, or Mato-chan, as she calls him at first. And she's venting her frustrations, and she's talking, and she's drinking. And then she passes out, wakes up at home, and she's in her clothes, perfectly fine, and also her shoes are perfectly at the door which has become a common occurrence for her whenever she gets drunk. So apparently she's the type of drunk that is perfectly good to get home, you know, keep her clothes on, and just go to bed, be all good. Not at all weird, and putting her shoes down perfectly. But she goes to work at her job, which is at a curry restaurant called Voyager. She is the assistant waitress, and more importantly than that, she is their blogger. So she's the one who posts on their blog about... What is the new bread for the day? What should you try? And she's very good at her job. Her boss kind of is a little frustrated at some of her attitude because she does have some anger issues, but he deals with it. And the main chef, who is uh, Chuya Nagahara, who she constantly changes his nickname, has a thing for her. His goal is that they're going to end up together and they're going to open up their own shop. That's his dream. He wants to open up their own curry shop and they're going to rule the world. But I digress. So she is working her night shift, and she hears the radio come on, this channel called MRS. It's what they listen to usually. It's jazz music, a couple of talk shows, whatever. But they have a new segment called Lost Love from the Street Corner. It was featured. It's got a lame name, but whatever. And they're going to talk to individuals and talk about their love issues. And Minari immediately hears her voice ranting about her boyfriend, who we find out, Mitsuo, the douchebag, pretty much conned her into giving him 500,000 yen to save his quote-unquote father's business. Meanwhile, he was seeing a side chick, and he stole the money. So Mitsuo hears this and just like, what the hell's going on? So she gets in her car, says, I'll be back later, drives off of her shift, drives to the radio station, says, I need to be on the talk to the person right now this asshole who gave me his card where is he he had no right to put my voice on the air and said fine we'll come follow us and she ends up going into the booth and they say listen we have 20 minutes to fill we have 20 minutes of your recording if we kill this now three seconds of radio silence is dead so we need you to fill this gap or else we're screwed so they kind of give her a rudimentary here's how this works And they get her in it, and immediately she starts ranting, saying, Listen, a lot of stuff I said I was drunk, I didn't mean it, but I gotta say that a lot of the guys are from that area are really nice. It's just Mitsuo is a piece of shit. And she goes on to the spiel, and then immediately the end of it is, Listen, I gotta say one last thing. Mitsuo, if you're out there, you better hide, because I'm gonna hunt your ass down. And after impassionately and coherently talking for 20 minutes, the broadcast ends. She turns to Matsu and pretty much tells him, I'm gonna sue your ass for what you did. He's like, no, you're not, flips a business card back. And on the back of the business card, it says, I, Minari Koto, promise not to complain no matter how many people Mato-san broadcasts our conversation to. Thanks for listening to me whine. XOXO. 
and her thumbprint there. So seeing this technically not legal contract that I don't think can hold up in court, but she doesn't realize that. She's like, oh, damn it. I guess I'm screwed. She ends up leaving realizing that she's kind of screwed because she left her post at work and she begs her boss not to fire her because he's really pissed off. He's like, listen, fine. I have some conditions. One, work on the blog. Act normal for one day. Don't flip out a customer or throw something at them. And after the summer is over, look for something else. So long story short, she has 31 days to get her shit together and get another job because he's going to fire her. Not really good. And meanwhile, Mato's talking to a couple people and gives her a call and visits her at her restaurant and says, listen, we've had great response from your segment. There were tons of other things from Lost Love from the Street Corner and none were as impassioned or articulate as you are. So we're willing to hire you and get a jo- you a job. And she's like, well, how much does this pay? It's like, well, depends on how well you do and how many sponsors you get. Because the more sponsors you get and the better you do, the more awesome you're going to be. So she ends up starting to work for them. Unfortunately, it's one day a week and she was ready to tell her boss to go to hell. But it's going to take some time to get the show started. So she has to still kiss his ass. Some stuff happens involving him getting in a car accident. So her deadline gets pushed back a little bit. But things start moving out of control in the curry world. Also... Uh, Chuya, the chef who really likes her, starts getting... It's not that he's frustrated with her because he's madly in love with her and if she asked him for something, she would he would do it. However, another prospect shows up and he starts focusing on her instead of Minari. And Minari's like, we're just friends. But the fact that the guy that was lusting after her no longer is really into her is kind of driving her nuts. Also, we find out more about Minari, what happened to him. How there's someone who wants to kill him because she's a horrible girlfriend. So, kind of crazy there. We get a lot of stuff going on with that. And we see her building her radio, not empire, but her show, which is at the worst time possible. 3.30 a.m. until 5 a.m. She has a two-hour slot or one-and-a-half-hour slot, and she has to fill that with her ranting, raving, and insane concepts. At one point, she narrates herself fighting a bear. Because she's talking about how she's interviewing and she's out in the woods and a bear is attacking her and she's doing some stuff. It's almost theater mixed with rants, mixed with just insane concepts. And it's very engaging how weird Minari's show is and more importantly how it helps her develop. A lot of things happen. At one point she has to exercise a house where there may be a spirit. But it actually turns out that's not a spirit. It's something which which she ended up setting up originally because she's stupid. And... Going into that, let's get into some of the characters. First off, we have Mato, who is the person who hired Minari. And he's a very unscrupulous individual who is willing to do a lot of dirty tricks to get what he wants. He's a good guy, but he's like, this is going to help me out, so I'll help you out. But it's kind of not the best way to do it. He's very talky, very kind of weird, evil boss. But then we have his subordinate, who is Mizuho Nanba, who is his assistant, who ends up being Minari's roommate. Because she needs a place to stay, she ends up getting kicked out when she can't pay her rent because she's getting fired. And she's a, a neat freak. She has two turtles, and her deal is very different. She's very different than Minari. But she is a huge fan of Minari because Minari is able to speak her mind no matter what. 
someone cuts her off, she's going to curse her out. If someone insults Minari, Minari's not going to take that shit for any, anything. She will get off there. It's surprised she hasn't been fired earlier with Minari. Meanwhile, Mizuho is the person who's going to take all that punishment. Someone yells at her, I'm sorry. This, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll take that into consideration. So it's the interesting flip side. And let's get into the other person. We have... Um, Chuya, who is the chef, who he is a great chef. He's amazing. It's just, he's hung up on Minari. He wants her to be his girlfriend, his wife, his future. And she really is like, ah, we're just friends. It's like, I know you're interested in me, but we're just friends. And he's still hung up on this, even when the new girl shows up, where that's kind of funny. Because the new girl, Maki Tachibana, is someone who... She works at the restaurant because her brother is the person who hit the manager while he was crossing the street. So they get in a car accident. The manager is injured. This guy, her brother's injured. And she is going to work off the difference to pay it off. Well, that's what she says. The truth is that her brother is a control freak who doesn't want her to work, doesn't want her to go to school, wants her just to live in her room and he'll take care of her. And she wants to have a life. And she ends up living... With Chuya and there's get this sort of weird relationship thing going. It's not sex, but she's like the perfect housewife, perfect at everything. And she ends up taking over for Minari. And is the rival that's unintentionally her rival. So we have that little dichotomy also. Like I said, the manager, lead chef, and owner of Voyager, Yoshiki Takarada, is just a perverted old man. He's... a a prick boss who the reason why he wants to get rid of Minari is because it'll be him and Chuya. It'll be the two of them. And he's all into guys. Like you see, like they point out, yeah, if you look at the pictures, all the ones with the girl, his hands are far away from their body. But if there's a, a guy that's a cute guy, the manager has his hand on his butt. So he's a little bit of a pervert. But let's actually get to the main character itself, uh, Minari. She is completely a little firecracker. She is angry. She's passionate. She has severe issues with venting her frustration and not considering the ramifications until later. But more importantly than that, she's constantly self-sabotaging herself in ways which she doesn't think are going to be problems. But then when they become problems, she has to do crazy things in order to fix them. For example, there's her downstairs neighbor who she ends up calling the cops on because she catches him at one time carrying her when she's really, really drunk. And when she calls the cops, the neighbor's like, what the hell? She keeps trying to break into my apartment. And then when I bring her up to her apartment and lay her down and put her shoes normally, she does this every single week. I'm tired of this. And we realize the whole thing of her always waking up like perfectly fine is because of the neighbor. So she called the cops for no reason. It's her fault on that. Also, she ends up making the neighbor downstairs, same guy, think that his house is possessed because she stored bear meat under her floorboards and blood started dripping from the ceiling. And when you're a crazy person who thinks that there's blood coming from your ceiling, that your house is possessed, it gets really weird. And she does things like this throughout the whole thing. There's a lot of gags with that, but it's her. as a character, she's a very passionate person. And I gotta say, it's interesting to hear her drunken ramblings and her other things that she has to say. And she is a very great character to check out because of all the things that she goes through. 
and her catharsis in being able to forgive the douchebag boyfriend who did steal a lot of money from her for no reason and betrayed her trust. When she gets to confront him, it's a very cathartic experience. It does so much to see her finally get at Mitsuo. And she ends up kind of forgiving him, but she screws him over also. In a way where he's like, he's going to be paying her till doomsday. And I got to say, her working at the radio station ends up making her a better person. And it's a great, funny, slice of life character study on that part. Uh, Like I said, the art style for Samura is perfect for this series. It's just so realistic and fun. And it's not CG. This is pencil art. This is looks like he drew it in watercolor and it gives the manga a very vibrant unique quality that if you compare it to other modern manga this one is going to stand out 10 times out of 10 and speaking of which the production quality is great we have a very different uh, outer cover for it it's not the typical glossy cover it's a more hard paper i'm not going to get into paper printing technical terms but it feels older it feels more right and it makes that art style look smudgy and just like it was drawn with charcoal 10 minutes ago and i gotta say it's making me geek out and this is one of those ones i want to keep to see how the rest of it goes and i want to keep this series not traded in because it is so cool and for all those reasons, I have to give Wave Listen to Me by Hiroaki Samura a really, really, really fucking cool. It is brutally honest, it's funny, it's creative, and it's interesting to see the inner workings of things like how a record studio works. After I read the manga, I actually had to look up some of the switchboard tech that's used in this because I was intrigued by it and I wanted to add it for the podcast because there's like a dampener button i was like i should get the dampener button so i just push the button and then a light goes on and then my mic works and i can turn it off immediately and it's all cranks and levers and it's so cool looking all this stuff up and it made me geek out a little bit so yeah so that is my thoughts on wave listen to me if you've read this manga let me know what you think email me zanspirekin.com or tweet me at spirekin let me know your thoughts and random question of the week is going to be, would you have been as pissed off as Minari if someone did that to you? If someone stole, let me rephrase that. So if someone stole 500,000 yen from you or $5,000 US, how pissed off would you be? That's the random question of the day. So we're going to get more into that later. But as usual, remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email me personally at zan, that's x-a-n at spirekin.com. Or you can tweet me at Spirekin with any of your comments or concerns. And remember to support our Patreon to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. We have four tiers. And if you want to support us, you can go down to $1 and up to $20. Any bit helps. It helps me to help maintain this podcast, keep it running. And I'm working on a couple of fun new projects that are going to be really cool. So definitely check it out just for that and for the rewards we have. We have some very fun reward only content that is just for the society members who have joined that but i'm rambling more than usual i think that i am absorbing the power of minari so i'm just going to ramble for a bit so let me get into some last minute news before we get to the manga releases 
Again, as I said last week, we are going to be taking the next two weeks off, but then we'll be back to normal. That means that there's going to be no manga news and no uh, manga releases for the next two weeks. But then once we come back, we have some very cool mangas to do, and we'll try to catch up with some of the new manga releases. I'm not going to go back and say, here's what happened those last two weeks in the news. We're just going to skip over that. If there's something big, I will bring it up, though. So now with that in mind, let's get to the manga releases for the week, and these are going to be kind of intriguing and kind of gauging we have starting from the top aphoretta i heart izakai volume 4 the manga attack on titan omnibus volume 1 through 3 getting re-released so if you have not picked up the first omnibus for attack on titan pick it up we have blue exorcist volume 26 burn the witch volume 1 card captor sakura clear card volume 10 Chainsaw Man, Volume 7, Citrus Plus, Volume 3, Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba, the complete manga box set, that's all 24 volumes, uh, Arrow Ninja Scroll, Volume 1, Final Fantasy, Lost Stranger, Volume 6, Hitomi-chan is Shy with Strangers, Volume 1, I've Been Killing Slime for 300 Years and Maxed Out My Level, Volume 7, the manga, Jujutsu Kaisen, Volume 12, Level 1 Demon Lord and One Room Hero, Volume 2, Love in Focus, the complete collection manga that's going to be an omnibus set. Magical Girl Spec Ops Asuka, Volume 12. Monster Misume, the novel, Monster Girls on the Job, the light novel. That's going to be about that one group of monster girls who are working with Smithson. We have Moriarty the Patriot, Volume 5. Mirce Lago, Volume 17. My Hero Academia, School Briefs, Volume 5. My Love Mix-Up, Volume 1. One Punch Man, Volume 23, Orient 5, the manga, Rainbow and Black, Volume 3, yes, we have Return of the Weird Rainbow Creature, Rent-A-Girlfriend, Volume 9, Sacrificial Princess and the King of Beasts, Volume 14, Seraphist of the End, Volume 22, Shaman King Omnibus 5, Volumes 13 through 15, Spy X Family, Volume 6, Superheroes, Volume 4, Teasing Master Tagaki-san, Volume 12, that Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, the manga, volume 17. The Demon Girl Next Door, volume 4. The Haunted Bookshop, Gateway to a Parallel Universe, light novel, volume 1, The Spirit Daughter and the Exorcist Son. The Most Notorious Talker Runs the World's Greatest Clan, the light novel, volume 1. The Walking Cat, a cat-eye view of the zombie apocalypse, the omnibus volumes 1 through 3. This one seems really cool, and I'm excited about that, because it's going to be the cat the zombies are going to ignore, but it's his perspective of what's going on. Trapped in a Dating Sim, the world of Otomi games is tough for mobs, the manga volume 2. Val Love, volume 10. We Never Learn, volume 18, which is close to the end of the series. And Yona of the Dawn, volume 32. So those are the releases for this week, which is October 5th. And actually as a special bonus, I'm going to be reading you, because we're missing the next two weeks, the next two weeks worth of manga releases. So next week on October 12th, we're going to be getting A Tale of the Secret Saint Light Novel Volume 1, Bake Monogatari, the manga Volume 11, Beauty and the Feast Volume 2, Call of the Night, Volume 4, Case Close, Volume 80, Creepy Cat, Volume 1, Even Though We're Adults, Volume 3, Failure Frame, I Became the Strongest and Annihilated Everything with Low-Level Spells, The Light Novel, Volume 3, Full Metal Alchemist, A New Beginning, The Manga, Gigant, Volume 6, 
Happy Kanako's Killer Life, Volume 2, the manga. High Score Girl, Volume 8. How Do We Relationship, Volume 4, the manga. Kingdom of Z, Volume 4. Kiruru Kill Me, Volume 1. Knights of the Ice, Volume 7. Komi Can't Communicate, Volume 15. Marvel Meow, the manga. Mishoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, the light novel, Volume 13. Non Non Biori, Volume 15. Perfect World, Volume 8. Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time, Volume 6. Pokemon Adventure, Collector's Edition, Volume 10. Precarious Woman, Executive Miss Black General, Volume 7. Pretty Boy Detective Club, Volume 2. Reborn as a Space Mercenary, I Woke Up Piloting the Strongest Starship, the Light Novel, Volume 2. Yay. Reincarnated as a Sword, the Light Novel, Volume 9. Requiem of the Rose King, Volume 14. That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, Trinity and Tempest, Volume 4. The Art of Genlock. The Creative Gene, The Invincible Shovel Manga, Volume 2. The Strange Adventures of a Broke Mercenary Light Novel, Volume 2. The Tale of the Outcast, Volume 3. Vampire Dormitory, Volume 1. Ironically, Wave Listen to Me, Volume 7 comes out next week. And World's End Harem, Volume 12. So after that, we have, the, for the next week, and I gotta say, for this, for... October 12th, the ones that are excited for me are Wave Listen to Me and Perfect World and How to Read Relationship and Hanako. Those are the ones I'm excited for. Creepy Cat looks interesting, but I'm going to have to wait on those. But now, finally, the ones which are coming out the week afterwards, which we're missing. It's going to be for October 19th. We have A School Frozen in Time, Volume 4. A Witch's Printing Press, Volume 5. Asadora, Volume 4, which I'm very excited for to see what goes on with Asadora. Attack on Titan, Volume 34, the final volume. So if you haven't picked up any of Attack on Titan, now is the time because that final volume is coming out October 19th. Beauty and the Beast of Paradise Lost, Volume 2. Bestia, Volume 3. Bofuri, I Don't Want to Get Hurt So I'll Max Out My Defense, Volume 3. Boy Meets Maria, the manga. Breasts Are My Favorite Thing in the World, Volume 5. Call to Adventure, Defeating Dungeons with a Skill Board, the manga, Volume 2. Cirque du Freak, The Manga, Volume 4. Desire Pandora, Volume 2. Double Your Pleasure, A Twin Yuri Anthology. Eden Zero, Volume 13. Gabriel Dropout, Volume 10. Haganai, I Don't Have Many Friends, Volume 19. Hitori Jimmy Boyfriend, Hitori My Hero, The Manga. I Got Caught Up in a Hero Summons, But the Other World Was at Peace, The Manga, Volume 2. I'm a behemoth, an S-ranked monster, but mistaken for a cat. I live as an elf girl's pet, volume 3. I'm the villainous, so I'm taming the final boss, volume 2. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? 2, the volume 1. Konosuba, God's Blessing in This Wonderful World, volume 12. Mint Chocolate, volume 4. Monster Girl Doctor, the light novel, volume 8. My Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong, as I expected, at comic Volume 16, the manga. Necromance, Volume 1. Never Open It, the Taboo Trilogy. New York, New York, Volume 1. No Guns Life, Volume 11. Number 5, Volume 2. Peach Boy Riverside, Volume 3. Reign of the Seven Spellblades, Volume 1, the manga. Shirazanmai, the official manga anthology. Sasaki and Miyano, Volume 4. Sex Ed 120%, Volume 2, 
So I'm a Spider, So What? The Daily Lives of the Komoko Sisters, Volume 1. That Wolf Boy is Mine, Omnibus 2, which is Volumes 3 and 4, the manga. The Abandoned Empress, Volume 1. The Detective is Already Dead, Volume 1. The Elder Sister, Like One, Volume 5. The Ghost in the Shell, The Human Algorithm 2. The Hero Laughs While Walking the Path of Vengeance a Second Time, Volume 1, The Light Novel. The Heroic Legend of Arslan, Volume 15, finally coming out. It's been a while since Arslan has come out. The Saga of Tanya the Evil, Volume 15. The Saint's Magic Powers Omnipotent, Light Novel, Volume 4. The Seven Deadly Sin Omnibus, Volumes 1 through 3. Topu GP, Volume 6. Uncle from Another World, Volume 3. WITCH, The Graphic Novel, Part 9, 100% Witch, Volume 1. Wolf and Parchment, Volume 2, The Manga. And then finally, last but not least, World's End Harem Fantasia, Volume 5. So, the one that's, the for that week, I gotta say the ones I'm excited for are Wolf and Parchment, uh, Arslan, Ghost in the Shell, Soma Spider, So What, New York, New York, No Gun Life, Romance, or sorry, Necromance, Mint Chocolate, and, of course, the final volume of Attack on Titan. Which of these are you interested in? Let me know in the comments down below. And now, with that in mind, as usual, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it so much, and I love doing this. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can because it brings me joy to recommend manga to you guys and for you guys to hear this awesome podcast. And every time I get a comment or an email, it just gives me the strength to keep going on. Encouragement that... I'm pretty sure that Greta thinks I need more of because I want to do this as long as I can until I'm an old man. And then Greta and I are going to be in our old folks' home and I'm still going to be podcasting. And I say, you shouldn't be saying we love manga. And I'm like, we love manga. But I'm going to do this as long as I can. So thank you guys so much. And with that in mind, let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only, the, the- Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only the Wheel of Manga. And whatever number it lands on, whatever manga is in that number is the one I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 439. And that's the one that's going to happen in two weeks because I'm skipping because I'm going to a fun little thing we'll talk about that later but let's spin and see what we're gonna review shall we because we've got some great titles on here and remember if you join our patreon you can choose what goes on the wheel of manga number six oh. so in the next episode i'm reviewing a manga about a girl who sees dead people what are we talking about we're talking about maroku chan the manga. Now, I've heard a lot of really good things about this series, and it looks really crazy. So, let's see how fun and weird the manga is compared. So, as usual, I am your host, Zan. I am Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you later.
ち負けじゃないところで僕たちは出会う描いては決して繰り返す夢の跡は灰色になって僕の中にまだ残る計画通り計算通りを教え込まれていっぱいの頭でも外側の世界では君を守ってくれはしないから今日より明日がどうとか言ってるうちに今日はさした